0: Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McMill. This episode is a Bible study on chapter 20 of the book of John. If you haven't checked out my previous Bible studies, I do have my Bible studies and the study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire, just like the name of this podcast. And I'll have the link in the show notes of this episode, but you can also just go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Fuels My Fire, and request to be added in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll see a tab that says Guides. Click on that tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Before I get into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer. So if you would, please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. I pray that you open up our eyes to see the truth of your words. I pray that you open up our ears to hear the truth and you open up our hearts to see the love that you have for us, Lord and to show that love to others. I pray that you guide us through every aspect of our life and that we take what we learn from this Bible study and we implement it in our daily life and we spread love and light in the gospel to others. I love you with my whole heart. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so without further ado, let's get into this Bible study. All right, so I'm just gonna start at verse one. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, "'They have taken the Lord out of the tomb "'and we don't know where they have put him.'" So Peter and the other disciples started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked at the strips of linen lying there but did not go in. Then Simon Peter, who was behind him, arrived and went into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the burial cloth that had been around Jesus' head. The cloth was folded up by itself, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. All right, so I'm gonna stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So first, I just wanted to point out that it is Easter Sunday, Happy Easter, guys, but the importance of Easter is Jesus Christ's resurrection. We just went over on Friday the crucifixion and the death and burial of Jesus Christ, and now we're going into his resurrection. Three days later, he raises from the dead, and death has no hold on Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the king above all kings, Even though these Jews that had hatred in their hearts and they wanted to condemn him and crucify him, they couldn't put a hold over him. He died on the cross for our sins, to forgive us of our sins, but he rose three days later. And whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And whenever he comes back to get us, whoever believes in him will come to heaven with him and have eternal life with God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Father. All right, so in verses one and two, of chapter 20 of the book of John. Mary Magdalene went to the tomb. I would say she probably went to go pay her respects and see Jesus, but she had no idea that the tomb would be empty. So she ran to Simon Peter, and we know from last Bible study, the disciple that Jesus loved in here is John. So she went to Simon Peter and John and told them that they had taken the Lord out of the tomb, but she didn't know where they put him. So in verses three through nine, Peter and John got to the empty tomb and they saw and believed. And it says in verse 9 that they still didn't understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. So in order for us to be forgiven of our sins and to have a new life and a new heart and eternal life in Jesus Christ, he had to be crucified, make that ultimate sacrifice, and then... Raise from the dead or rise from the dead three days later. And whenever we believe in him and we ask Jesus Christ to come into our heart, we have the Holy Spirit within us and we have eternal life through Christ. And we have a new spirit and a new heart in us. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 10. Then the disciples went back to their homes, but Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. Woman, he said, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord, and she told them that he had said these things to her. All right, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So Mary saw two angels at Jesus' tomb and they asked her why she was crying and she didn't understand why his tomb was empty. She thought that someone had taken him or moved him somewhere and she was sad about it because she didn't know where they had taken him. And then she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't realize that it was him. But then whenever he said her name, she recognized him. And I just want to point out here We went over this in our Bible study on John chapter 10, but it's verse 4, and I just want to read this verse with you guys real quick. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Now, if you don't remember from our Bible study on chapter 10 of the book of John, this was Jesus saying that he was the good shepherd and talking about the shepherd in his flock. Which Jesus is the shepherd and we are his sheep. And it says that they follow him because they know his voice. So she didn't recognize him, but she recognized his voice. And then in verse 17, what Jesus says to Mary, he didn't want Mary to hold on to him because he knew that he would be going back to heaven and he would see them again. But he had to go back to heaven. So he didn't want her to get used to him being there because he knew he had to go back to heaven, but he would see them again. And he told her to go to his brothers, which are the disciples, and tell them that he's returning to God the Father. I'm going to continue reading at verse 19. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for the fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, "'Peace be with you.' After he said this, he showed them his hands and The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, "'Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you.' And with that, he breathed on them and said, "'Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven.' If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. All right, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses here. So the doors were locked, but Jesus stood among them. So he didn't knock on the door. No one let him in. He just stood among them. That is the power of Jesus Christ. That's part of the power. There's more power in Jesus Christ and God the Father than we can ever imagine. But that just goes to show that he doesn't have to be let in. He doesn't have to knock He just comes. He just stands there. He's just there with us always. Now, the disciples were afraid of the Jews because they were afraid what they were going to do to them. They were the disciples of Jesus Christ. And also, his tomb was empty. So maybe they thought that the Jews thought that they took him from the tomb and they were afraid. But Jesus said, Peace be with you. And I've said this before a few different times in my Bible studies and also in other episodes. True inner peace is only found through Jesus Christ, and he gives us peace. In John 14, 27, Jesus tells his disciples, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. So Jesus Christ gives us that peace, and he's telling his disciples here in chapter 20 of the book of John, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. Now, what he means here by he is sending them, he's sending them out into the world to spread the gospel and teach other people the things that Jesus has taught them. They have been learning from Jesus Christ. He has led by example. He's showed them how to love and serve other people, and they have been witnesses to Jesus Christ, and they can serve as a testimony. And so he's sending them out into the world to tell about Jesus Christ because he knows he's going back to the Father. And even though they're not going to have him anymore, they can still testify about him and he's still going to be right there with them. And they have the Holy Spirit within them. And verse 22, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. So, this is the moment here where they turn from disciples into apostles. And once Jesus goes back to heaven, we see in Acts that the apostles go and spread the gospel and baptize in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm going to continue reading at verse 24. Now, Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So, the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and I put my finger where the nails were and I put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. A week later his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. All right, so that's all the verses of chapter 20 of the book of John, but I'm going to discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 24 through 29, the other disciples told Thomas that they had seen the Lord, but he didn't believe them. And he says that unless he sees the nail marks and puts his finger where the nails were and his hand into Jesus' side, he's not going to believe it. So a week later, Jesus came and again, the doors were locked, but he came and stood among them. He didn't knock. He didn't ask to come in. He was just there with them. And he said, peace be with you. And then he told Thomas to put his finger where the nails were and to reach out his hand and put it in his side and to stop doubting and believe. And once Thomas did that, he believed and he knew that it was Jesus Christ. And then what Jesus says in verse 29, we as disciples of Jesus Christ, we as believers of Jesus Christ, we have not seen Jesus Christ. We have not seen God the Father, but we still believe and through the words of this Bible and through Bible study and praying and understanding the truth of God's words, we can believe and we can spread the gospel and let other people know about Jesus Christ and about These words that he spoke in the Bible and all of the things that happened in this book of John where Jesus walked on this earth, lived a sinless life. He performed miracles and healed the broken and the wounded. He showed pure sacrificial love and led by example. He humbled himself. He was tempted by Satan and he still stayed fully submitted to the will of God the Father. He died on the cross to forgive us of our sins. He made that ultimate sacrifice. And whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and he's going to come back and bring us to heaven with him. And in verse 31 it says, these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. So when we believe in Jesus Christ, we have eternal life and we have a new life in Jesus Christ. So all these miraculous signs that we see and everything that's written in here is so that we believe that Jesus is Christ, that he is the son of God. And so that through us, other people may know that we are Jesus' disciples and we can let other people know about Jesus and how amazing he is so that they may believe also and have eternal life. This chapter, you guys, the importance of this chapter, I hope you were able to really soak it in and understand how important all of these words are. All of these chapters that we've done in the book of John, but especially this past couple of Bible studies, because we saw throughout the book of John all of the things that Jesus did, all the miraculous signs that he performed, and all the times that he told his disciples that he would be crucified and resurrected and go back to heaven. He didn't specifically say it to him, but there was a lot of things that we read through the Bible studies that showed that that was going to happen, and Jesus knew that his mission was to come and to forgive us of our sins, and he made that ultimate sacrifice for us, and he showed pure sacrificial love and only wants the best for us, for his disciples, for the people that believe in him, and for the world. He came to save the world and not to condemn the world, and death had no hold on him. He died and he rose again three days later and sent his disciples into the world to testify about Jesus Christ. And God the Father sent the Holy Spirit to testify about Jesus Christ and to show us truth and to guide us through every aspect of our life. And whenever you think about Easter, maybe you've already done your Easter egg hunt for the day or Maybe you've already went to church or whatever the case may be. Maybe you're not even listening to this on Easter day. I want you to really just take a minute to really realize and recognize the importance of Easter, that Jesus rose from the dead and before that he died on the cross to forgive us of our sins and he rose three days later and he's overcome the world and all the struggles, everything that we're going to face, all the sufferings that we're going to have, in the name of Jesus, we can take heart in knowing that he's already overcome the world. He's already fought the battle and he's already won the battle. And our true home is in heaven with him. And this is just our temporary home. So whatever we face in this temporary home is not going to last forever. And we have Jesus right there to help us. And we have the Holy Spirit within us to guide us and help us and show us truth. And we can lean on Jesus Christ and on God the Father and on God the Holy Spirit. And he will guide us every step of the way. And I just feel so blessed today to know that we have a God that loved us so much that he sent his only son to die on the cross for our sins and that Jesus Christ loves us so much that he made that ultimate sacrifice to die on the cross for our sins. And whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life eternal life in heaven with God the Father and God the Son, and we have the Holy Spirit within us, guiding us and showing us truth and testifying about Jesus Christ. I just feel completely blessed and I just want you guys to know that I love you guys so much, each and every single one of you, and I'm so grateful and thankful that God has placed this calling on my heart to do these Bible studies in this podcast and be able to help you guys with your God-led calling and to have a close relationship with Christ and to spread the gospel. I'm just full of gratitude today and I'm so grateful and thankful for you guys. Our next Bible study is going to be chapter 21 of the book of John. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I will see you guys next time. Bye guys.